This is episode 66, How to Feel More Confident and Take Action with Tisha. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. I know you have a lot of options, so tuning in to Over It and On With It means a lot to me, so thank you. Just a couple of quick things before we get into this episode, which is about confidence. So excited to talk about confidence. It's an issue that comes up a lot on this show, and developing confidence is always a theme in my retreats and in my work with clients, so got some good advice for you today. But first, just a couple of announcements of ways that we can work together. So first, my inner circle is open, and I started this membership community because there's such a long wait list for people to get on the air and get coached, and I just really saw the need for connection. So I opened up the inner circle as a way for you to join into a community where you can get on a live coaching call with me once a month, get a customized meditation, get an embodiment practice, behind-the-scenes access to all my life lifestyle practices, and really connect to a tribe of like-minded people. So I'm just barely describing it. There's a lot more to it. If you're interested, go to innercircle.com slash Christine. Also, it looks like I'm coming back to Australia probably in February. I'm trying to work out the trip right now. My intention is to hold a weekend training for people that are interested in up-leveling their business and life. So this will be a business training slash mastermind on personal and professional development. Perfect for anyone who's a health coach, a life coach, an entrepreneur, wanting to start a new business, going through a transition. It'll probably be in the Sydney area. If you're interested, please email Jill at Christine Hassler ASAP. Okay, so back to confidence. Self-doubt and criticism seem to be as common as breathing. We know it's painful to doubt and criticize ourselves, but we still seem to do it. So how do we change it? How do we feel more confident? Well, it's a combination of an inner and outer shift. On the inner level, confidence is really about reaching a level of radical self-acceptance. That means letting go of perfectionism and caring about what other people think of you. It means not making your acceptance conditional upon achieving a certain goal, losing a certain amount of weight, or having the approval or acceptance from someone else. It means really getting that no one, I repeat, no one is perfect. Even the people that you project perfection on aren't perfect. In fact, often people that seem perfect and like they have it all together are the ones who are hardest on themselves. I'm actually listening to an audiobook right now that I would recommend for anyone who wants to stop caring so much about things that just don't matter. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Isn't that a great title? And if you haven't taken advantage of the free trial that Audible has given my listeners, then this is a great chance to do it. Go download the book and listen with me. You can access the free trial at audibletrial.com slash over it and on with it. And we'll put those links in the show notes as well. So now let's talk about the shifts we need to make on the outer level when it comes to increasing confidence. Confidence is not something you can develop just by sitting in your house thinking about all the things you will do when you feel more confident. It is developed by going out and doing those things. Just like we gain courage by feeling the fear and doing it anyway, 
We begin to feel more confident when we actually do things we feel insecure about. This brings me to my coaching session with Tisha. She wants to know how to have more confidence and truly believe that she is a prize. I think you'll really enjoy this session because we also discover why confidence has been so challenging for her up until this point. The truth is she wasn't ready to learn the lesson of confidence, but now she is. And that'll make more sense as you listen to my coaching session with her. So consider, would you like to have more confidence? Do you spend a lot of time thinking about the things you'd like to do, but not a lot of time actually doing them? Are you terrified of rejection and failure? Did you grow up not really feeling safe or loved or seen? How are you with keeping your word with yourself? When you commit to something, do you actually do it? So keep these questions in mind as you listen in to my session with Tisha. Hi, Tisha. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. Um, So my question is around how do I have more self-confidence? I find that I constantly doubt myself um, and I'm just looking for ways that I can improve that. I was listening to one of your podcasts and I think it was uh, Steve Sisgold on there and he said, you know, he acts like he's the lottery and he's a prize. And I just (laughs) want to know how can I uh, just kind of have that mentality without the constant self-doubt? Mm. Well, it really comes down to a decision and practice, but it also comes down to looking at how the self-doubt is serving you. So how is, what's the payoff to self-doubt? Um, I guess I get less expectation hangovers. I would say like, <laughs> I, I don't get disappointed because I set myself up not to be. So it's kind mm. of protecting me from feeling that pain of failure or yeah, I'd say that, I guess. Okay. So that's very insightful. So it's protection, which is often the payoff that a lot of these limiting behaviors have, especially that. Uh, so let me ask you this. What feels more painful? Some expectation hangovers along the way or feeling like you never lived into your full potential? I would say not living into my full potential. I guess I have a lot of, you know, what if questions? Right. What if I did this or what if I did that? Right. But I think the possibility of failing something is really really scary. Have you failed before in your life? I don't think so, no. I would have you say ever, no. Have you ever had an expectation hangover? Yes, I have. Okay. Can you briefly describe it? So I would say the most recent one would be my current position. I thought it would be A, and it's actually B, and it's it's been really disappointing. I wouldn't say I've failed at it. I would say I'm just disappointed in what it has turned out to be. Great. And how are you dealing with that? I wasn't for the longest time. Um, now I'm starting to deal with that, and I'm starting to see the positive. Uh, and it's helping me, but I would say... Yeah, I guess that's, I've just been kind of thinking about it and looking at the positives lately. Okay. So a lot of what perpetuates a fear of failure is never having failed because a lot of times confidence comes from falling on our face, having some expectation hangovers, taking risks, and it not necessarily turning out and us realizing that we're okay. And that there's so much that we can learn from that. So what's really great is that you've kept yourself safe for a lot of years. 
And maybe that was incredibly important because perhaps you didn't feel safe growing up. So keeping yourself safe was an important thing to do psychologically. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So I can see how that would make sense. Okay, great. So can you acknowledge yourself and acknowledge your inner wisdom for, wow, like I really needed to prove to myself that I could protect myself and keep myself safe? I can. Okay. And would you say that today you feel pretty safe? Yes, I can say that. And would you say that that's a contrast to how you felt growing up? Yes, I would say that. Okay. Huge, right? Huge progress. Huge progress. Can you see that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't look at it that way, but now that you pointed out, yeah, no, definitely. Awesome. I, okay. Definitely. Great. So when I'm in kindergarten learning my ABCs, are they also trying to teach me algebra at the same time? No. Why? I need to learn algebra. Because <laughs> you're too young. You're not going to understand. Right. Because I need to learn my ABCs and my numbers before I can learn algebra. Because mm-hmm. I think if memory serves me, algebra has letters and numbers in it. But you get the point. You need to learn yes. the ABCs and the numbers. Okay. So you're the basic thing you needed to learn first was how to feel safe. That was your ABCs. Confidence is algebra. Uh, comes after. Yes. Yes. But that's the lesson you're in now. So now that you have this feeling of safety, you can go, okay, wow, like these things that keep me safe, this like keeping my expectations low and not taking risks, I needed to do that until I had this feeling of safety. But now that I have this feeling of safety, how can I build from here? How can I move on to algebra? And part of that is going to be doing things that puts you a bit out of your comfort zone doing things in which you may risk, in which you may fail, because here's the thing, Tisha, you know you're safe now. You know that even if you quote unquote fail, or if you do something and people don't like it or whatever, you're safe. And that was a very important thing for you to know. Yeah. Wow. Just thinking about it. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. So what's something that you think that you could do or start doing that would start to give you the experience of confidence? Because, you know, I, I, I talk a lot about confidence is about full self-acceptance. That's, that's, that's a big part of it. And another part of it is taking action. And my friend, one of my friends, John Wineland, I, I'm going to see if I can get this quote right, but he said, confidence is not a prerequisite for bold action, but it is the result of bold action. It's a beautiful quote and so true. Yes. So I'm coming back to my question to you. What are some things or a thing that you could do that would pull you out of your comfort zone a bit that falls into that bold action category that could start to give you some confidence? Well, the thing that I've been thinking is uh, looking, attending like a meetup group in my area like I've always been afraid to like you know go to a not party but go somewhere where you don't know anybody or go to like a networking event where I don't know anybody because I'm always awkward and, and scared so I've been thinking about looking up those and attending one of those that's an awesome idea that's an awesome idea let's get at least three 
So meetup group. Okay. Okay, that's one. What else? Um, another thing that I could start applying to positions that would be out of my comfort comfort zone. It would be like the next step up, like kind of a reach. Um, and just applying to those jobs because I always turn them down because I'm like, oh no, I'm not comfortable or I don't know everything or this is going to be too much of a challenge. So I usually just turn away from those positions, but I can start applying to those positions. Great. One more. I am, I, I don't know. Um, How about something... Are you judgmental of, um, cause a lot of times when there's confidence stuff, there's also like body image, physical self-doubt as well. Is that true in your case? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Great. Then let's come up with a physical one. Is it joining, like doing like a certain bar class or dance class or dressing up and going somewhere? Like what could sort of push you a little bit out of your comfort zone in that regard? Maybe it's looking, standing in front of the mirror naked and saying something nice to yourself. What what can we do here in that area? Um, I could definitely practice looking at myself and saying compl- compliments, but I would also like to join um, yoga. I've always hated yoga, but it was like a love-hate. Like I enjoyed going, but it's just so intimidating. Mm. Um, so I would like to get back to that just because it's, it's not only good for you, but it, it's just so relaxing and it's so connected. Awesome. Awesome. I'd like to go with that again. I'm so excited about your list, Isha. This is awesome. So let's talk about these for a moment. And that was great. Like you're so at the edge of this. This is going to be something like algebra is not going to be that hard for you because you were able to come up with these ideas. You want this so badly. You would be able to come I do. up. Yes. I okay. know I'm a prize. I'm just <laughs> telling myself this. You are the lottery. But telling ourselves, you know, it's like actually it's a difference between thinking about Hawaii and picturing Hawaii and actually going to Hawaii and sitting on the beach in Maui. Right. So you can tell yourself all day long, but you've got to do action. So the meetup group. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you tips on all of these. Okay. I have so, so <laughs> what's so important, and this will be aired for you, so you can always listen to it that way. So the when you go to the meetup group, your inner dialogue is going to be so important. If your inner dialogue is, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be here. Everybody looks different from me. Who am I going to talk to? If it's that very self-conscious dialogue, the energetic that you're going to be broadcasting is I don't belong, don't talk to me, right? <laughs> because by by being that self-conscious and judging yourself, you're creating separation. So what I really want you to do is is become curious. Like start, you know, look looking at everybody in the group, oh, I wonder where he's from, I wonder where she's from, or I wonder what he does, and and work on walking up and talking to people and just giving them a compliment. Hey, I really love your sweater. That's a great conversation starter. And even, you know, and I've done this because I had a lot of social anxiety in the past, and I would go up to people and say, hey, I'm here alone. I'm kind of nervous. Do you mind if I join your conversation? I just was oh completely gosh, honest. Yeah. And people were like, oh my gosh, yeah, totally. I was nervous too. Like honesty works so well and vulnerability works so well. So so try that and also know like a lot of times when we go into these situations, 
alone, we think everybody's looking at us. And people are way more obsessed with themselves than they are with us. So don't think that, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me. And see if you can really work with the self-consciousness when you go and really be about connection, be about being vulnerable. And, you know, just it's just if you when you, as soon as you get there, find somebody to walk up to and start a conversation with. That's always my tip for social situations where we don't know people. Find somebody yep. to talk to at the beginning. Get there early, be one of the first people there. That makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see it becomes a lot easier. Okay? So that's okay. my tip for that Perfect. one. So the, the position one, the next step up. I can mm-hmm. see why you'd want to do this for yourself. But do you care at all about empowering women? Is that important to you to be part of the mission? I don't mean necessarily you have to do it, but would you say that women rising into their power like matters to you? No, I would not. You don't really? Well, I don't know. I I wouldn't say like it's a big issue for me. I think it's great, but I wouldn't say like I'm, I'm rah, 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 go for it. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather be part of the... Mm, solution to people feeling, whether it's women or minorities or whatever, to people feeling like they can't step into their full potential and move a level up? Or would you like to stay where you are and perpetuate the problem? I would like to be part of the movement and help people achieve and grow into their potential. Awesome. So do you know that women Mm – When they apply for a job, they will only apply if they feel 100% qualified. Men will apply if they feel even 60% qualified. I didn't know that, but that's pretty much my ideology. If I don't 100% qualify, pretty much I don't apply. So I can can see how that works. Exactly. So do you want to be part of changing that? I do. Okay. So apply for that job. Even if you only feel 60%. Go for it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You don't get it. But that's no different than where you are right now. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So, yeah, I have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Except time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> By not doing except it. Except time. It, it takes a while. <laughs> but other than that, I know it's just it's, every time I'm like, I can do this, I can do this. Like, I know I can. I can learn. It's just. Stop waiting. Get, you know, Stop oh, waiting. There's so many other people who are going to apply. Why am I bothering you? Then I don't apply. Stop waiting. Just do it. Just do it. Be part. Be part of that. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm pro human. I'm not like go women or go men. I'm pro human. I'm pro everyone stepping into their full potential. And what we're seeing right now. I mean, think about it. The, the women's empowerment movement, or whatever you want to call it, has only been around since the '60s, and so we're really still kind of at the beginning of this this kind of whole thing. And when we stop ourselves from applying for something because of our own self doubt, then we continue to hold ourselves back. And I just don't want that for you. Okay. Now. Other thing, I love looking in the mirror and giving yourself compliments. So don't just say it, feel it. There's a difference between, well, you pause, you say it, you look into your eyes and you wait for it to drop in and you feel it. So imagine that you looked into the mirror and you said, I am beautiful. And you just waited 
and you let yourself see yourself and allow yourself to feel it. It will start to feel, it might feel a little uncomfortable at first, Mm -hmm. but then it'll start to feel warm and soothing. How do you turn down your inner young girl who's like, you're lying, you're lying to yourself. Why are you lying to yourself? (laughs) You, You talk back to her in a gentle way and say, am I really, is that really true? Does it really serve us to believe the old lies? Okay. I will definitely try that. And then finally, yoga. Mm-hmm. So I've been studying yoga and a yoga practitioner for since 2000. And I've heard from so many people the same thing you said. I feel intimidated. And mm-hmm. I can appreciate that because you go in there and everybody's doing their thing. But I can tell you as someone who's been practicing for a while and can do some pretty crazy yoga positions, I love seeing new students in the room. I have way more admiration and respect for people that come in and can't do everything but are there anyway than the people that can balance on one finger upside down. So know that you're welcome. Know that yoga is about oneness. That's really what it means. And that being in that kind of environment and giving your body that gift is really, it's not just a physical practice, it's a spiritual practice. And you belong there. It's its open to everyone at any level. And so give yourself that experience and know that you're you're serving the people that are new by coming and you're also reminding the students that have been there for a while on the beauty of being a beginner. Yeah. No, I I, I like it. It's just and it, it's never been it's always been me. Like everybody's always so open and nobody cares. Like nobody's watching me. It's just Exactly. It's just my own my own self doubt. Exactly. 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 So the self-doubt has served you. It's kept you safe. Now that you are safe, time to move to the next level and really work on feeling confident by taking action. And you've got a really good plan. No, I I like it. It sounds great. Like I, I feel like I'm ready to do this and let's, let's do this. Awesome. Awesome. So in this moment, would you say that you feel confident? Yes. There you go. Very confident. Awesome. So from that place of confidence, what could you say about yourself? I am fill in the blank. A prize. <laughs> I love that term. You I'm are sure. a prize. You are a prize. I'm a I'm a great I'm a great spouse. I'm a great friend. And a great person. Like I have a, a yeah. good heart. I totally 150,000% agree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christine. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. So you're ready. You've done the safety. Good. Check. Now it's confidence. You've got your plan. You've got four things you're going to do. Look, we, we said three. We came up with four because you were just so on a roll and you're ready. So now it's just about really integrating this by taking the action. Sounds awesome. I loved this call with Tisha because together we were really able to normalize why confidence has been such a struggle for her up until now. And this is where having an understanding of our past is so important to move us forward. When she really got that the key thing she needed to feel was safe, she was able to understand why staying in her comfort zone was so important for all these years. 
Like we said in the call, learning she was truly safe was her key elementary lesson. She wasn't ready for the algebra class of confidence. As soon as I pointed out she had successfully completed the lesson of safety because she feels safe in her life today, her entire energy shifted. With the understanding of why staying safe was so important, she was able to release the judgment of not feeling more confident. This is huge because it's really hard to develop a new quality when we're judging ourselves so harshly for not being good at it. You heard the ideas flow out of her for action, and it was easy for her to commit without hesitation. And notice, especially to you coaches, managers, parents, and teachers who listen, how I got super specific with her about the action steps, about what she was going to commit to. When walking someone through behavior changes, we want to make sure we help them with clear, measurable steps that they feel truly committed to. Another thing I want to discuss is the importance of failure. Failure is not bad. I've said this before on the show that my failures have truly led to my greatest successes. This brings us back to the topic of perfection. So often we don't take risks because we buy into the BS belief that if something doesn't turn out perfect, it's a failure and that failure is awful. No, failure is necessary if you want to learn, grow, change, and actually get the things you want in life. And so is perceived rejection. You heard Tisha say she's not applying for a position because she's scared of a no. No's aren't bad. And if you spend your life avoiding no's, you'll never get yeses. Before I go into some assignments for you, I really want to question you right now. So take a deep breath and take this question in. What feels worse, experiencing some failure and or rejection that you absolutely can not only recover from, but grow from if you choose to learn, or never stepping into your full potential, never knowing if you could have gotten that job or released that song or started that business or gotten a yes if you asked that guy or girl out. Seriously, avoiding short-term pain is preventing you from long-term happiness and fulfillment. All right, so now some takeaways for you. If you felt you've struggled with confidence, could there perhaps be something you needed to feel first? Like for Tisha, it was safety. So maybe before you're ready to step into confidence, what did you really need to feel and experience? And now that you are, can you accept that you're ready to move on to the next lesson without beating yourself up for not feeling confident in the past? Can you see now that you've done what you needed to do and are ready for the next step? Next, to rid yourself of perfectionism, write down a list of all your unique qualities and gifts that make you you. And instead of being perfect, be you. And get out of your comfort zone. Do things that may be embarrassing or that you may not be good at. That's the only way we develop confidence. And commit to taking action steps to create the feeling and experience of confidence. We often want the feeling before we take action. But we need to take action first and be clear on what your action steps are. Work it out with a coach. Talk to a friend or a mentor. Make them measurable, specific, and give yourself a timeline. And finally, if confidence is something you really need some support with, consider joining me over at the Inner Circle. I said every month we work on a quality that we're embodying, and this next upcoming month it will be confidence. And don't worry, if you join later, you can still go back and get the qualities that you may have missed. So that's all for today. I hope you're feeling more confident and got a lot from this episode with Tisha. I thank you again for listening and I'm sending you all so, so, so much light and so much love. Talk to you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 